0: Next up on the Mutual Audio Network, fiction from our future.
1: The following audio drama is rated R and is recommended restricted for anyone under the age of 17.
0: Hanover? Yes, Nero? You told me that sometimes when you were in serious trouble, or unconscious, or near death, you went to this strange place in your dreams, and there was this guy there in a grey trench coat, who seemed really old and incredibly powerful, and you said his name was Luciano or something? Yes. Yes, I did. This is him, isn't it? Afraid so. Is this one of those oh shit we're screwed moments? This could probably be a case study. I was going to ask if this was bad, but I think you have just rendered that query redundant. My lord, you have arrived at last. I deem myself not worthy to bask in the radiant glory of your presence. I have sung the praises of my masters throughout this land. I have laid the groundwork for your arrival. I presented the necessary sacrifices so that your presence may be felt at last in this world. I am but your humble servant, and I await your
2: command. Terrazzo. My lord. Who is this?
0: His name is Trent, my lord, and he is counted among the faithful.
2: Trent. The evangelist, it was you who were given the task of making my advent possible. I was, my lord. I have, my lord. This form, it is
0: damaged. It was, my lord, at the hands of infidels who would destroy our work. But I seek no excuse. I was inadequate to protect your holy vessel. The fault was mine. I grovel at your feet and beg forgiveness.
2: Of course. We are merciful, and we reward our good and faithful servants. What was the promise of your reward? That you would take
0: from me this sinful, Sinful, wretched body and let me enter into glory.
2: We promised you ascendancy. Yes. Then, be it so.
1: I can feel it. How oh long I waited! How I waited for this tower to burn
2: away this all! Ah! Yes, Lord. Did he survive the Ascendancy? No, Lord. Pity. He should have asked for that as well. Tarazzo, I wish to contemplate my place in this world that will soon be ours in peace. And yet, something troubles me.
0: There are interlopers, my Lord. Three of them.
2: Are there indeed? I hadn't noticed. Deal with them.
0: Yes, my lord. Hanover. Nero. None of us were in particularly good shape after that fight with Trent. Um, how strong is this guy? Do you remember the strongest thing we've ever fought? Yes, I just saw it turn to ashes in front of me. He's probably at least stronger than that. You really know how to show a girl a good time, don't you? Well, look on the bright side. At least this'll be an experience that someone can tell someone else's grandkids about. I just hope they get someone good to play me in the movie. You ready? Not even hardly. Croyce? Croyce? Oh, I'll get it now. She's talking about someone playing her in a movie, and you're talking about someone else's kids because you think we're not going to survive this fight. (sighs) Oh, that's not good, is it? I think I just got an insight as to why Trevor's angry all the time. Let's just do this. Tale of the Waking World, Relic Skies, Part 10. So, looks like we finally meet in the waking world at last, huh? Looks that way, doesn't it? What's with the Tarazzo thing? You told me your name was Luciano. I have no control over what others call me. So why bother telling me your real name, then? I thought you deserved the clue. Really? Would that be like a mystery clue, or you think I'm an idiot clue? If you have to ask. <laughs> Zing. Kreuz. Oh, sorry. So, what say we begin, then? Hold it. Before we start, I have a question. You're just stalling for time at this point, aren't you? Actually, I'm not exactly sure what I'm doing. Business as usual, then. Shh, I'm waiting. Luciano. Tarazzo. You've been with me since I started on this quest. You offered me some pretty sage advice back at Waterford, back at the rest stop. Stuff that saved my life. You had a pretty vested interest in my surviving this long, and as it turns out, suspicions confirmed, you work for the Angels. So why help me? Maybe I just found you amusing. I'm sure you can do better than that. I see. You want the truth from the Champion of the Celestials. How about this for an answer? You survived this. And maybe you'll have earned yourself another clue. I hope that's enough, because it's the only deal I'm offering now. For real, this time. All right, just give the signal. I don't work for you, but I'm willing to make an exception. No, he's mine. Hanover, this is no time to be a heroic jackass. Let us help. I said no, Tarazzo. Yes, Sir Phillips. You said you were the champion of the Celestials. I did, indeed. Then that makes you their knight. So I'm accepting your challenge. This is between you and me. Leave these two out of it. Mm. Fair enough. Yeah. Oh, Christ! No! no! Uh, uh, uh. Is that better? <laughs> a long way to go. Well, look at that. You're still alive. So here's that clue I owe you. Don't die too soon. I'm still counting on you.
2: Have they been dealt with, Tarazzo?
0: They have, my lord.
2: Good. This vessel's damage is extensive. It will not last for very long. But it will be long enough for us to complete our task. Let us go, Tarazzo. So many worlds await us. So many things we must do.
0: As you will, my lord.
1: Phillips, Uh, Phillips, Uh, Phillips, uh,
0: Phillips. uh, easy, uh, easy. uh, Listen uh, to me. uh, Yes, that's me. Now why don't you sit back down on your bed? There you go. Surgeons did an excellent job of stitching you up. Let's not ruin their work, shall we? Nero! Where where is she? Miss Guillaume is fine. In fact, she was on her feet faster than you were, certainly. You've been unconscious for 24 hours, you know. Tarazzo shot me. Yes, you seem to have an affinity for taking bullet hits, don't you? Quite a trick that Tarazzo fellow has. Seems he's able to launch spiritually-based projectiles from his fingers. When it entered your chest, it zigzagged around, avoiding hitting anything vital. He did the same to Ms. Guillaume and Croix. Evidently, had no intention of killing any of you, fortunately. On the downside, quite painful. What happened to Tarazzo and Jove? Gone, I'm afraid. There was a huge energy signature when they arrived. We tried to storm the building to get to you, but to no avail. After a bit, there was another large signature, and then the doors all came unlocked. We rushed in, found that they were gone, and found the three of you lying unconscious and bleeding rather profusely. Quite a mess in that planetarium. Was that all you're doing, or did you have some help? Trent pitched in. Ah, Donald. That pile of ashes with a vaguely human form? That was him. Ah, well, uh, I hope he stays rested in peace this time. Well, if you'll excuse me for just a moment... and please, uh, uh, hold your questions for just a few minutes. Miss Guillaume told me to find her and tell her when you were awake. She wanted to speak with you personally. And I have information for both of you, so just hold your horses till then. Mr. Abram, please, just one question. Oh well, I suppose it was worth a try. What can I do for you, Sir Phillips the Eternally Nosy? I wanted to ask you while we were alone. Why me? Why did I knight you out of the blue and send you on this mission? Yeah... It's an awfully good question. Our company already has several knights with a lot more experience than you, and we have a number of field operatives. Exactly, so why pick me? Well, if you're expecting me to tell you how superbly qualified you were for the position of knight and how you were just a natural the moment I saw you, I'm afraid you're going to be sorely disappointed. But your physical and psychological profile that we always keep on all our employees showed you did meet the minimum requirements. And while I get a certain amount of enjoyment out of cutting down my employees, there was something extra special about you, I have to admit. Which was? Back before I knighted you, when I assigned you to investigate Ave Nova and you experienced the account for yourself firsthand. What was it like? Weird? Disturbing? Not pleasant at all, but but nothing else. I knew it was evil, that's all. Ah... I remember my first experience with the Angelic back when Trent tried to recruit me. It was like a soft, horrible lullaby, encouraging me to follow all my worst instincts. That my deepest, darkest side was in my best interest. If you've never experienced that before, you have no idea how comforting it can feel. That is the way that everyone who has experienced the Ave Nova account firsthand has felt. It drives them to madness and despair, non-human and human alike. Humans in particular. Humans from Earth, specifically. And then there's you. For whatever reason, by chance or design, you, Hanover Phillips, are immune to its effects. I have no idea what that says about your history, your upbringing, your genetics, or your strength of character. But to be blunt, I saw an advantage and I took it. Am I the only one who's immune? Oh, I dare say no. There's probably others like you. And non-humans are more resistant than humans and earthlings. In fact, Miss Guillaume seems to be doing quite well for herself. I often wonder what kind of coincidence it is that you found each other. In any event, I hope that answers your question. But just keep one thing in mind before I go. You are resistant as far as we know. That condition may not remain permanent. And if you are above the influence of the Celestials, that may be the reason your Mr. Terrazzo has singled you out. Now rest up, Sir Phillips, and I'll be back. Terrazzo. Luciano. What are you counting on me for?
1: Where is she? What, what? Don't you... fuck with me. Where's Nero? I went to her room and she's gone. Where the hell is she? Well, I don't know. Who the hell are you? You the Earth guy? What, what are you talking about? The asshole from Earth who's been getting her in trouble. You him? Um... Whoa. Hope not, because I promised myself if he got her hurt, I was going to kick his ass in and I really don't feel like beating up a gimp.
0: Oh, well, sorry to hear that. I guess you're just going to have to wait until I'm a little
1: bit less gimpish before you get to work. I fucking knew it! I knew this was going to happen she hung up with an earther... Hey, I'm sorry she got hurt, okay? Probably more than anybody. It's not like we choose the work we do, you know? Bullshit! You probably sent her off to do the dangerous shit while you sat back and laughed. Hey, fuck you! Ugh. Who the hell do you think you are, anyway? Jenkin Lomax. You know the Lomax name? Can't say as I do. (laughs) Huh. Wouldn't expect you to. My ancestor was Genovese Lomax. He was a decorated general who led the army that was supposed to stop the violence on Earth just before the Cataclysm. He marched on you assholes with 10,000 troops to keep the Midlands safe. Never heard from again.
0: He got caught in the Cataclysm. What do you think? Look, I'm really sorry that
1: that happened to him fucking should be. You should be sorry every day of your life. Look, I... You should have stayed back on Planet Psycho with the rest of the crazies.
0: You know, thanks a lot. It's really comforting
1: to know that Earth isn't the only place that racism likes to blossom anymore. Fuck you. I got plenty of human friends. Just not Earthers. Nero nearly died because of you. Another Earth asshole. Yeah, well, we're all worth a million in prizes from there. It's an awful lot of anger directed at one group of people, don't you think? I don't trust anyone from there. Yeah, yeah. Nothing yeah. good comes from there.
0: Really? Nothing at all, Jenkin. I mean, that's kind of a broad, sweeping statement, don't you think? I mean, was it all inclusive, or were you just being selective?
1: This guy is gonna get you killed. Is he really?
0: Well, you know, that's good. I've always wanted to know what the ending would look like, and now I do. Thanks for pointing that out to me, Jenkin. You've done me a great service. Now you listen to me. You know who decides my life? Not you. And not him. I do. How I live and how I die is my business. And no one gets to interfere with that. And if you have any inquiries or complaints about my lifestyle, you can take it up with me. Clear? I just Clear Clear. That's better. Now if you'll excuse me, Jenkin, I'd like to speak privately with my
1: boss. Fine. You Jenkins,
0: yeah? Mr. Lomax.
1: Anything happens to her, you answer to me.
0: Got it. If I'm to understand correctly, you'd have to get in line behind her mom. Asshole. We have a little bit of a history going on there. You don't say. I could never have imagined. How are you? As good as expected, considering the circumstances, I suppose. Yeah. Yourself? Oh, not bad at all. Watch what happens when I sit down. Ugh. There, you see, that's what a lie looked like. Tuck that in the back of your mind. <laughs> Nero, If I... you apologize for even one thing, I swear I will find your most visible stitch and pull it out with my teeth. I... Uh, I just... Hmm? Hmm? All right, then. That's better. If anything, you should be pissed off at me for running off after Trent the way I did. Yeah, that was pretty alarmingly stupid. Yes, well, seeing as I wounded him quite badly, freed all the souls he trapped, and cut off his power supply, I'll stand by that stupidity quite proudly, thank you. Mm. How's Kreuz, by the way? Oh, he's up and about. He's sitting with Trevor over in IC. Mm. I feel bad for those guys. I'm not sure they're going to have a job with Astro when this is over. I don't know about that. I'm sure Rayburn had put in a good word. he did save our ass, after all. Mm. We lost this one, didn't we? Big time. I hate black marks on my resume. Allowed angelic beings to be loosed on the Midlands. I'm going to have to work overtime to make up for that one. Yeah. <laughs> so. So? I recall back there there was a promise that when this dust settled, you were going to tell me all about why you follow me around. It's funny, I don't see any dinner or drinks. I'll just have to owe you. Don't worry, I am good for it. Hmm. Goblins are a matrilineal people, meaning we trace our bloodlines through our mothers. If you ever find a goblin who has a final surname of Guillaume, it's because their mother was a Guillaume. Okay. Consequently, the females of my family are expected to have as many children as possible, so we basically have a choice. Whether to have them young and put off things like traveling the world until we're older, or whether to wait a bit, travel around, have your life experiences, and then have your children. You chose to travel. Goblins are all about building legacy through our children and through our actions. I decided to start with actions. But when my mother was around my age, she decided to split the difference a little bit. She'd already had one child, my older brother Simmons, due to a clan arrangement, kind of an intermingling of the lines, as it were. But after he turned three, she was given an opportunity to travel for a few months that she didn't want to pass up. So she left my brother with the family and traveled to the Earth. Now, Earthlings in general don't know a whole lot about the existence of the peoples of the Midlands, so she had to travel in disguise. She wore a magical glamour that made her look human to all intents and purposes and she backpacked all around America and into Europe. Her traveling with a glamour is always risky, because even though it's rare, there's always people who can see through it, and that can cause a few problems, as you can imagine, for a goblin. While she was staying at a youth hostel in France, she met someone just like that. His name was Jonah Harriman from Vancouver, British Columbia, and he could see right through the magic disguising her. But he wasn't frightened of her. He was completely amazed. To make a long story short, they fell madly in love, and they traveled through the rest of Europe together. She told me it was the happiest time of her life. But you know as well as I do, there are certain groups on the planet Earth who know how to see through magic disguises and who are actively seeking the people from the Midlands, the ones who want to keep the Earth pure. The Purge. Yes. They were found out and chased across most of Europe by assassins. They decided to abandon the Earth and head for the Midlands. There are ways to get to the road from Europe, But he wanted to stop back in North America and say goodbye to his family. In England, on their way to Heathrow Airport, they were ambushed. He was hit in the head by a bullet that came through the open window of the car they were driving. She never even got to say goodbye. If you ever get around to visiting my mother's office, you will notice a map of Europe behind her desk. In it, there are pins. Each one of them represents a place where she left a body of a member of the Purge. There are 73 in all. My mother was an assassin, too. It took her three months to rack up that body count. She probably would have gone on further if she hadn't realized she was pregnant. So she came back home and gave birth to me. So your father was from the Earth? That's right. My mother told me that the Earth is full of bad history and bad people. But if it could produce even one person like my father, then it wasn't beyond hope. And the road must have known that too, otherwise it never would have gone back. So you decided to follow me because I was an Earthling? Initially, yes. I mean, I've met Earthlings before, and I've even traveled to the Earth a few times, but this was an opportunity to study one of you up real close and personal. I hope it was a successful experiment. Oh, it was. Because I learned something, and my mother was absolutely right. The Earth is capable of producing amazing people. That's why I never want you to apologize. I don't care how much trouble I get into when I'm with you. "'Cause I always know you'll do everything within your power to get me out. "'That's the reason I'm alive today. "'When I was in Trent's sick little world, I lost my life. "'All I had left was the will to kill Trent. "'And when I did that, released all his energy. "'His world caved in all around me. "'I got sucked into a howling void of nothing. "'I could have been lost forever, but I tagged you with Red House. "'I could feel where you were. "'I thought I'd gotten you killed.' "'But you never forgot about me. "'You kept me burning in your thoughts.' I felt that, and it was like a beacon calling me home. Don't be an idiot. Of course I wouldn't forget about you. Once again, I owe you my life. But that's not really the reason I follow you around. Then why? It's because currently you're in the running for the best friend I've ever had. Top five? Oh yeah. Top three? Work on that. Thank you. I'm sorry. Am I interrupting a moment? No, we just finished up. Really? Damn, I'm losing my touch. In any event, since I have you both here, let's get down to business, shall we? You've both been stitched up and given a hefty dose of healing magic. So, the good news is you will be able to be discharged from this hospital tomorrow. That soon? Well, that's wonderful. Yes, well, the bad news for you is that you're both grounded for a week. The doctors and the insurance companies insist that you get that much recovery time just to be on the safe side. Oh, please, twist my arm. Oh, we're deadly serious about this one, Sir Phillips. Don't worry. We'll have people watching you, so rest up for a week. Are you fired? Mm, yes, sir. Right. And I think the two of you have wrecked enough things for one outing, so I'm also giving you a week's vacation time. Yeah, no complaints here. Hold it. This is Metadyne with talking about, I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. Well, here it is with a loud thud. Our entire corporation and all the other major corporations are going on high alert. Two beings of immensely high power are loose in the Midlands, so keep that tucked in the back of your mind during your recreation period. Do you have any idea where Jove and Tarazzo went? Haven't the foggiest, but don't worry, we've got our eyes out for them. Well, we'll just have to get ready for a hunt while we're on vacation. Afraid not, Miss Guillaume. I have other plans for the two of you. Sir, this involves both of us directly. Precisely, which is why I'm keeping you both out of the way for now. If anything, this last encounter has proven that neither of you are are exactly up to the task. I have more powerful, skilled, and experienced knights and agents looking for Terrazzo and Jove, so don't worry about that. Sir, you said yourself that is taking an interest in me. Yes, doesn't that imply he'll be gunning for Hanover? Indeed it does, Miss Guillaume, and that brings me to my next mission for the two of you. The Ave Nova account is still spreading from system to system. It's giving the angels access points to the Midlands. We have to find it, find its origins, and cut it out by its root. That was your task from the beginning, and it hasn't changed. So it's allowing them to manifest themselves the same way the OS and Hanover's lab- does. Precisely. Speaking of that laptop... I was just getting to that. Your computer survived the altercation unscathed. It does an excellent job of protecting itself. However, it's too dangerous to be allowed to continue in its current state. It attracts the celestials and draws them out just fine, but if it simply hands over power to manifest themselves uncontrolled, well, then it's not much good to us, is it? No, it isn't. No. So I've pulled the entire project down and have some technicians working on an upgrade, even as we speak. Let me guess, that will take precisely two weeks? Well, I wouldn't want the two of you going around thinking I'm an altruist for giving you all this time off a night. Nothing. That's more like it. You were starting to worry me. Thank you. Which brings me to the next part of your mission. Analyzing the data that the two of you provided for us about Ave Nova's initial contacts in this world, we've decided to send you to the next most obvious location. So during your time off, make sure to pack a few warm things, because your next stop is Easling, the mountain city of eternal winter. You're sending us to Skyway? Dang. I've never been there myself. Really? This is one of those cities on my list of places to go before I get killed by something nasty. Yes, it's a lovely and interesting place, and most of it's indoors and in temperature control. But I see how your adventures turn out, so that's why I'm recommending you pick up the thermal gear. Just make sure you keep the receipts and file the proper paperwork for reimbursement. So Ave Nova has its hooks in there, too? Yes, it seems that way, but that's not the only reason I'm sending you there, Sir Phillips. Oh, oh yes. As Miss Guillaume pointed out, Tarazzo and Jove are most likely gunning for you. And while I don't think I've underestimated you as a knight, Your power is another story altogether. So when you get to Easling, you're going to be rendezvousing with a special contact I've arranged. A person who specializes in the development and training of knights. So I'm afraid your experience there is going to be far from restful. Because you see, your equipment is getting an upgrade, Sir Phillips. And so are you. To be honest, I'm looking forward to it, sir. Glad to hear it. Now, both of you back to your beds and rest up or I'll kill you. Sir? Yes, one more question, Phillips. What is it? Landau Singh. Ah, yes. Yes. He didn't have much of a family, but we are contacting them. I don't know if it'll give them any sense of closure, but they deserve to know. As do all the rest of the world. As soon as we have a concise package of information, we are going public with all of this, if for preparedness sake alone. If the Angels are planning to invade the Midlands, well, they're going to have quite the fight on their hands. Aren't you worried that might turn public opinion against Earthlings? In the Midlands? I'm surprised at you, Miss Guillaume. Earthlings are as much a victim of the Angels' machinations as anyone more, so in fact, if anything, I expect the Earth to be a rallying point. Now, if the two of you will excuse me, I have work to do. You should get some rest. You owe me dinner and drinks tomorrow. I will. Thank you. (laughs)
2: Mm,
0: You're always welcome. <sighs> Looks like everybody's counting on me now.
3: Alright, alright, geeks, nerds, hackers, slackers, and gearheads, it's 20 past the hour. We have party news! Only the best party and club info beats it past the filter here on Baylor One, so keep your PDAs at the ready, because I am not saying this twice. Okay, maybe twice. But you'll have to beg. For those looking forward to the annual Metadine Annual Post-Exam Shindig at the m Campus Planetarium, you're sadly out of luck. An unforeseen accident has closed the facilities until further notice pending an investigation. Yes, I know. What am I going to do? Get over it, buffins! There's plenty of bucket all where that came from. This, of course, is Baylor. When we get weepy over one party and can't find somewhere to pickle our troubles, then we may as well pack it in and join a bloody nunnery. So no tears, Team metadyne We at Baylor One have got you back. Top five club schedule listings coming up in five minutes, so keep the panic at bay. I am Dukes, and we'll be right back after this. <laughs> Baylor
0: One News. The incident at the Metadyne Campus Planetarium that claimed the life of one research student is still currently under investigation. Metadyne officials say that a full disclosure will be released in a press conference today. Experts claim there is a connection between that incident and the incidents of power and system failures that have plagued the city for the last two days. Other experts the in. You have been listening to The Account, A Tale of the Waking World, Relic Skies, Part 10. Written and performed by Kyan Chris Conroy for the Technical Difficulties Podcast. The part of Jenkin Lomax was played by Dan Gould, and the part of Dokes the DJ was played by Tom Campbell. Tom Campbell can be reached at tontocampbell.blogspot.com. Send us a Gmail at techdiff at gmail.com or go over to techdiff.com to leave a comment on this episode or follow us at Twitter at twitter.com techdiff. Also techdiff.freeforums.org for the discussion boards. Thank you very much for listening. But before I go completely, Nero here is going to help me with something. Hello, sexy goblin fans. I had no way of bringing up this factoid in my story, but I thought it was interesting enough and people are probably going to ask questions. So, Nero. Yes. You are a goblin. That's correct. And we also established in this episode that your father was a human from Earth. Also correct. So does that in fact make you a half-human, half-goblin? Nope, that makes me 100% goblin. This is how it works in the waking world. Most of the races of the worlds can interbreed with one another, but there are no hybrids. The species of the mother determines the species of the child. So since my mother was a goblin, I have the pointed ears and the tail and the pointy teeth and the mane and all the other things that go along with being a goblin. But even though I'm not human, if I was standing next to my human father, you could clearly see the resemblance in the eyes or in the nose or something else. And if the situation had been reversed and your father had been a goblin and your mother had been human, then I would be and look 100% human, but my goblin father and I would share a distinct resemblance. Thanks for clearing that up for us, Nero. You're welcome, and you owe me a drink now. I always do. Anyway, thanks so much for listening to The Account, you guys. I've had a great time doing this particular story arc, and I hope you enjoyed uh, listening to it as much as I enjoyed performing it. Big shout-out again to my three guest stars for this show, Tom Campbell, Dan Gould, and Anthony Anselmo. The Waking World and The Account storyline have really taken off, and uh, I'm going to have some news very soon about how it may expand to an even larger audience, so stay tuned for that. So, the next question is... What's next for me? Well, apart from tweet casts, if you subscribe to the Twitter at uh, twitter.com/techdiff or something that blindsides me and I surprisingly put up uh, out of the blue, you won't have me to kick around until December 1st when I start the TechDiff Christmas Advent Calendar. 25 straight days of the kind of comedy you've come to expect from me, though not for most of this year since I only did 12 episodes right at the beginning of the year right into the summer. I'm going to start recording those right away starting uh, right next week. I'm going to try to have it all of it done before December even gets going. So they're just in the can. i just got to line them up then pop them out there for you to, hear, to, to download and hear them and enjoy them. The plan is to take most of December off, or all of it if I possibly can swing it, uh, because my wife has two weeks off towards the end of the year thanks to her job, and I'd like to just spend that time relaxing, getting the house cleaned up, and then spending two weeks with my wife as we relax and winter sinks in and we fall rapidly into the despair of cold that Minnesota is. But then, right after New Year's, I get straight to work on the next series of technical difficulties. So you'll be hearing the first episode of that by the end of the first week of January. Uh, I'm not sure if it's going to be six or eight episodes this time, but I figured let's just strike down while the iron is hot. I'm going to get right in, uh, record them that week, and do them instead of recording them in advance. That was fine, but it didn't actually work out. And anybody who knows anything about deadlines knows that the, the... project sort of expands to fill up the deadline. So even though I started it in January, I finished it in like late May and I was still recording stuff right up to the end. So it didn't really save me any trouble. I may as well just do them that week and um, I just get them up as quickly as I do them. So I'm going to do that. And then in March, the next series of the account. And then after that run, I'm not sure how long that run's going to be. This was originally wasn't supposed to be as long as it was. It was going to be a lot shorter. It was actually going to be quite different, but Hey, you know, that's how writing goes when you get the resources and People show up and you try to figure out who you can get as actors and stuff. And and then we just sort of write to whatever strength you can find as a result. Uh, This was supposed to be about six to eight episodes. Wound up being ten. There you go. That's how it works out. So I'm not sure exactly how many episodes of the account there's going to be starting in March. And then after that, I'm going to do some more comedy. But I have to try another. I I promise. I keep promising. Every damn year, I'm going to try something else entirely. And I am going to do my best to try and get up something between the account and... And uh, the next series of Tech Diff. I'm going to try and get something out there that's different, really different, like a play of some kind, just some sort of thing that I've been trying to work out. i got a bunch of ideas lined up, a bunch of stories, and I want to try something a little more out there. If it as it were, anyway, that's enough from the blathering of me. Please send me uh, send me a message at techdiff at gmail if you enjoyed this. Tell your friends, spread the word around, and uh, thank you so much again for listening. And uh, I've really enjoyed entertaining you with my uh, with my story here. So, see you all on December first, and until then, uh, if you celebrate Thanksgiving, have a happy Thanksgiving. Bye now.
3: Do not adjust your sets. You're tuned to Wednesday Wonders on the Mutual Audio Network. Tomorrow on Mutual is Thursday Thrillers, our roundup of action, adventure, mystery, crime drama, and thrillers, of course. Subscribe to the full Mutual Audio Network feed for every day of diverse audio tales. Or find the Thursday Thrillers feed in your favorite podcast players. The Mutual Audio Network. Listening and imagining together.